0: you not heard that scat-o-butt? No, the gossip, the buzz, the who said what, who does that, yeah, that's scat all butt Well, I was flying over land and seeing ear.
1: Welcome to the Beers and Ears Podcast. Here are your hosts, Casey Woolley and Matthew Brown. I was like, wah, ticka-wah, wah, I remember. Well, ever since, the his name, the guy with the hair in the shirt? The prince. Yeah, the prince
2: has been dropping hints. He wants to, you know, when humans dress out nice like their penguins. Throw rice for the pigeons. They're trying to blow up the pigeons, but those are just urban legends. I know a
0: lot of really fat pigeons. Go, go. Well, you just listen, Sebastian. I got that scuttlebutt. Hurry up. You'll be like, why When I drop that scuttlebutt? Okay, now huddle a go? from the women
2: who wash all the clothes. Hey, Matt, guess what? I got a question for you. Oh, okay. Have you heard the scuttlebots? Have <laughs> you heard the scuttlebots?
1: Hey, everybody! Welcome into the Beers and Ears podcast. My name is Casey, and my name is Matt. And oh, what what's that materializing through all of the sparkles? Woo. Oh. Well, who would it be but our fairy pod mother, Amy? Hey, Ames.
2: Hi, guys. We uh, put the link out into our our Facebook group. We Mm -hmm. might have other people pop in. We've said that before and no one's ever taken us up on it. But Amy, welcome back, Miss Fairy Podmother. How are you?
3: I'm good. It's so good to be back with you guys.
2: Yes, 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 yes. I uh, actually, you know, there's a podcast called the Fairy Podmothers Podcast. Oh, really, I, I work with one of uh, one of the ladies who's on it. She she's in the travel agency with me. So, oh, that's cool. Yeah. So, Matt, um, we are going to be talking about. What apparently seems to be a really controversial topic for some reason. I don't know why, but, uh, and that is the Little Mermaid live action uh, movie that came out um, last weekend um, uh, over Memorial Day weekend, uh, starring Hallie Bailey and David De- De- Diggs and Aquafini, uh, Aquafina, uh, Jacob Trimbley, um, uh, Jonah Howard King, uh, and the list just goes on and on. Um, at the time of this recording, it has grossed $327 million against a budget of $250 million. And I had the chance to see it on Saturday last week. I know you went to see it at some point. I know you said you were going to go see it on Sunday. but so,
1: Like l- the night after we recorded last week's episode, I, 32-year-old man walked into the movie theater and went, <laughs> one for Little Mermaid,
2: please. And then Amy, you had the chance to see it with some family, correct? Yeah, we just went on Friday. Nice. Nice. So um, this is one of those movies that um, uh, uh, let's start here. Uh, The live action movies in general seem to be they seem to split Disney fandom quite a bit. And we're going to do a a fun little activity with these next week in in our podcast. We won't get into that. But generally speaking, the live action movies have split Disney fandom. They even split the three of us on this podcast. There's some that i think we like and then there's other ones where it's okay maybe not so good um and so when this one got announced there was excitement by a lot of people but then there was a very very loud group of people i don't know if i want to call them the minority but i i would say that a a loud minority that was not happy about the casting choices of this movie so maybe we start there i don't know um hallie bailey i had never heard of her before this movie i don't know about you guys
3: no i hadn't either okay so i I I was not familiar so let me
2: see i'm gonna look up and see where what she's famous for here real quick Um... well so i mean
1: uh, i mean if you've been living under a rock you don't know but they decided to uh cast an african-american person as ariel and that was considered very, very controversial at, uh, at the time. And even, there's a couple rumblings of it now, but I think for the most part, um, this is not something new that Disney's doing, no, where they're no, no. changing either race or gender or something like that, especially when it doesn't matter. Like, if you were to cast an African-American to play Mulan, that's weird. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I, I, that's, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> um, but in this case... Um, you know, a, a perfect example of this would be Cosmo the dog in Guardians of the Galaxy. Cosmo the dog in Guardians of the Galaxy is mm-hmm. male, mm-hmm. and in the movies, they have made Cosmo a female. This does not matter. Um, they had just decided that this is what they were going to do, and mm-hmm. they have done it. Um, well, and
2: and I think. When you think about who Ariel is, uh, in terms of the how Disney has created this persona over the years, what we really want is somebody who's likable, somebody who's got a, a, an amazing voice because that's the whole concept of, of 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 what goes on and why Ursula, um, you know, wants her voice. Somebody who can sing, somebody who, uh, again, has that personality of of wanting to shine, somebody who has kind of an innocent look about her. And in every capacity, I don't know how you guys feel about this, but in every capacity, she was Ariel, man. Like, holy smokes. Amy, do you agree with that? I know Little Mermaid is one of
3: your absolute favorites. It is. And yes, I um, thoroughly enjoyed her as, as Ariel. It was not, there was no disappointment
1: on my end. mm
2: mm-hmm. Um, Matt, what about you? Do you you feel the same way?
1: Yeah, I I, she did a great job. I I honestly, my my complaints about the movie have nothing to do with any of the casting decisions. Mm -hmm. Um, I thought everyone was casted very well. um, And I I, I, one of the things that I, I was thinking about as I was watching this movie, because. The nice thing about the live action movies is you don't really have to like okay I really got to pay attention to this plot no, point. No, you don't. You like don't. you can kind of just relax and have a great time. Unless
2: unless it's a, a a a a live action where you're dealing with a different side of the story like Cruella. That, yes. That one you had to pay attention to and 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 but yeah if it's a retelling of the same story with the exception of some tweaks around the edges you're right.
1: Yeah, like I can do. So I was thinking like how hard is it to act? Like that, and have underwater scenes mm-hmm. like that has to be incredibly difficult. Yeah. Um. And uh, I, I, I thought the underwater scenes were just very, very well done. Yep. Um. One of so, the yeah. One of the other criticisms
2: this movie got before we kind of get into the story was the animation of Sebastian and of Flounder and and how they looked. I was worried about that. I'm not gonna lie. I was nervous about that going into the movie but very quickly I accepted the reality that they painted for us in the movie. At least I did. How do you feel about that? You two.
3: I think it was a little too hyper-realistic for my liking. Okay. Um, I don't think it took away from the movie. Um, Sebastian's voice actor was amazing. I yeah, he's from uh, Hamilton.
2: He's from Hamilton. Yeah.
3: Um. I just still picture Flounder as the cartoon version of Flounder. So Mm -hmm. that was just still a little disconcerting to my, but I don't think it took away from the movie. I just, it was a personal preference.
2: Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, it could, they have gone with a little bit more of an animated type potentially. I think I had of the two, I felt I, did I, is it just me that i feel like they downplayed flounder a little bit more yeah. in this movie than, than the original
1: absolutely okay
2: mm-hmm. okay where I, sebastian i think got is just as much time i feel like scuttle got more time
3: yes um
2: yes. which again that's another situation where scuttle first of all the type of bird changed uh in order to accommodate her being underwater i don't know if you guys read that or not and then secondly uh it became a uh, scuttle became a female versus a male i i love aquafina i absolutely love Aquafina. amy you're shaking your head yes (laughs)
1: um yeah Uh,
2: matt what about you
1: well i'm i'm with amy on this where it's the same complaint that i have honestly with um like beauty and the beast like i don't love the look of live action lumiere and cogsworth yeah. That's not to say that that movie's bad or that that what they did was bad. I just think in this case, the idea of if they're doing live action, I'm happy they're going all the way because mm-hmm. it would be weird to have yeah. like live action and then um, oh my wife is popping on I here. I see that. <laughs> yes,
2: we have a real round table going it, here. It would be
1: weird to have. Well, she actually just saw the movie today. Oh, okay. Um, Hi, so... Jessica. Hi, Casey. <laughs> Uh, this is our fairy pod mother Amy. She's been on at least fifteen times. So like this is my that, wife yeah. Jessica. <laughs> Hi Jessica.
3: <laughs> Hi
0: Amy.
1: Um. So yeah, I'm I'm happy that they they made it hyper realistic, but it is weird to like have this very whimsical story, and it's like a regular fish that's mm-hmm. <laughs> that's doing. I,
2: I, yeah, you know, I'm with you. You know, it makes me wonder with with the li- with the live actions. I think they're trying to make the stories more more human focused more people focused you mentioned beauty and the beast it, it, it the story much absolutely focuses on bell and the beast much more than the the the, the living characters of, of the of the mansion right i well, wonder if that's kind of where to, the thought to, i
1: mean is. you look at the other live actions mulan there's no mushu there's no Cricky.
2: yeah
1: um cinderella the mice are there but they are not a yeah. part of it um they definitely are leaning more into the human side of the story in these and really kind of trying to take out a lot of the animals now this one i thought ha- i mean they, they had to lean into it more yeah because it's
2: mystical it's it's but like even uh, aladdin i mean abu didn't a abu i mean he was there yeah. but he didn't have as much of a, a presence in niago wasn't there at all yeah so you know that's it we're, we're talking jessica um kind of the appearance of how flounder and sebastian looked and i had made the point that for me i accepted the reality and then amy said she had wished that it maybe was a little bit more animated at least with flounder what are your thoughts you just saw it today
1: yeah so you just saw it today what was your like like gut reactions here you just saw it fresh off the boat here
0: yeah um we really liked it i took oh, this one we really liked it we took eliza um and she thought it was great um i think I feel like flounder was the one that was harder Mm -hmm. than Sebastian. Sebastian was, was easier. The difference between a real flounder and the little mermaid flounder was just a lot. I think that was hard, but once you, I don't know, once I got into it, it was, it was fine.
2: When my mom asked Blake whether or not he wanted to see it at first he kind of like scoffed and apparently mom was like, well, why don't you want to see it? And he's like, and he's like, well, because Sebastian is (laughs) cross-eyed and and I was like, Oh, I I guess he kind of is the way that he looks a little bit. He kind of does look a little cross-eyed, but then later on decides that he does want to see it. But again, I think, the, the consensus it didn't take away from the movie i think you kind of just get into it and i really do think they 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 downplayed flounder quite a bit and again i like what they did with scuttle i i think scuttle i think i just love aquafina I, I don't know if you guys have ever seen the movie crazy rich asians or oh, that, I love her so that, much that is just <laughs> such a good she's just so good so okay so um let, let's kind of get into the, the 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 crux of like the story and stuff um similar story overall they did make some tweaks in terms of like who ariel's sisters were um i guess in the original all of the sisters started with the letter a but in this one they all started with um i think the letter l maybe is that how it was no uh
1: well they they made it so it wasn't just like sisters like they were essentially like keepers of different parts of the ocean
2: yeah i read a story though that, like like The way they named them though, they were all named the same except for Ariel. Um, I'm sorry, I gotta find it where it was. I thought they were
3: named out after like the seas they were supposed to represent. Yeah, but they all started with the same letter though. I thought.
2: Why am I not seeing? I did not pay attention to
1: that.
3: Uh... (laughs) And that's also the, from what I understand, what I was reading is the the look of each of the sisters represented the region of the world that
1: they were supposed to be part of. Which I love. Oh yeah, I think uh, that was great. That's one of those nice subtle changes. Because... Oh, okay,
2: no, that's what it was. They didn't all start with the letter A. All of their names ended with the letter A this time. Oh, yes, that's what it was. Because you have, uh, you have, um, Perla. Let's see here, Perla, In- Indira, Mela, Tamika, Karina, and Caspia. And they, yeah, so that's what it was. Except for Ariel, who didn't, who, who didn't do that. Yes. Well, because that would have been weird to change her name. Yep. Yes, that would have been. Weird. <laughs> yeah. That would have been really strange. <laughs> so you you get King Triton, you get the sisters. Um, similar idea. I want to ask you guys, how do you feel about Halle, ba- Halle Bailey's um rendition of Part of Your World? I loved it. I did too, man. Just the little changes, the little subtle tweaks that she made. I I got chills and teary-eyed in the theater. I don't know about you
3: all. The inflections um, that were put at different parts of the song and then just seeing the facial expression. I actually was talking to my sister on the way home from the theater. I said, you know, with animation, you don't get the intense facial expression. Mm -hmm. And seeing the actors actually sing the songs and act them out and seeing their emotions come through with the songs actually made it more intense for me
0: agreed how about you uh, jessica well especially when you compare it to almost 35 year old animation that's a huge difference 35 year old animation to real people yeah i would agree that um i loved it i thought it was so fun i think i saw too that Jodie benson went back and talked about how much she Loved and appreciated the new rendition, which is so nice to hear when mm-hmm. someone who played such an iconic role is able to come back and really applaud the performance of somebody else. That's always nice to see. Absolutely.
1: Well, and, she, and she was in the movie. Um, yeah, she, yeah. Yeah. She was in the marketplace. Um, yep. I, I didn't catch her, but I read that afterwards. So when I watch it again, I'm going to have to now it's look the, out it's for the Doty part Benson.
2: It's the part when they're in the marketplace and she hands her. That the the vendor hands her that food and says, You have to try this. And then she says, Oh, you're gonna need one of these and hands her a fork.
1: Ah, okay. That
2: that's her. So it was as soon as I heard her voice, before she even turned around, I'm like, That's Jody Benson. <laughs> I thought for a minute the voice of original Sebastian was in there. And I looked and looked and looked, and he wasn't. But but yeah, to have Jody Benson kind of and and very early on, right before the movie even came out, Jody handed Kind of handed this off the baton off to Hallie and said, "This is your movie now." Which I just thought was wonderful. Jody is absolutely outstanding as an actress and and just how she is.
1: Well, and let's be clear what what I think the the what the crux of these like the debate of these Disney movies is: well, you're trying to replace the original, and we're trying to change it all. It's like no, 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 no. These can be two separate movies mm-hmm. that are the. Telling of the same thing you know how many Peter Pan movies there are out there they're not trying to replace one another I still haven't seen the new one that Disney did I
2: started to watch it it wasn't actually too bad it actually is it's nice
1: I I, 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 watched it last night yeah Yeah. I was saying I need to watch it but to me though the
2: the Jeremy Sumter Peter Pan is still my Peter Pan I loved that Peter Pan when I was in college
1: yeah like it's it's we're not replacing these stories it's just more retelling I mean even Cinderella has like 15 different Mm -hmm. uh you know renditions of the same story and so th- these can these can be these can exist in the same ecosystem and that's okay and even you're seeing that at the parks where they're like listen you can meet original animation Ariel, yep. but you can also meet the live action Ariel. these these can coexist in both uh, both realms
2: yes yes absolutely um so we get part of your world and then and then obviously we get throughout i think what i really loved was the teasing of ursula before we really got to the scene of ursula and ariel we got like we got some of that in the original animated movie don't get me wrong but being able to see some of melissa mccarthy's ursula come through and her personality come through well i don't know about you but aim i know ursula is like your favorite villain of all time so i'm gonna let you take over the commentary of ursula here
3: I loved her take on Ursula, and I actually watched an interview with Melissa McCarthy on how excited she was to be asked to do this role or to get the role. Um, She said when she first saw The Little Mermaid, um, when it first came out, is she resonated with Ursula more than anything else. So just seeing her portrayal. I really enjoyed it. It had her little touch of it, but still kind of that sassiness that you mm-hmm. are expecting from Ursula. But Melissa McCarthy's kind of sassy in her own right. So
2: how do we feel about the, sometimes they do this with the live actions. They they, they enhance the story a little bit. I think we always wanted to know what was going on between Triton and, and Ursula. We finally got a little bit here. Matt or Jessica, how, how do we feel about the fact that they are brother and sister uh, versus maybe a previous romantic partnership or something along those lines? I know a lot of people for years have speculated that they might have been partners at some point or something, but this was brother-sister. What do you, How do you guys feel about that? Either one.
1: I thought it was fine. I, I mean, it's nice to have that backstory, but I mean... There really outside of that, there really wasn't any backstories. Like we're brother and sister. Something went bad. That's it. I I, I guess honestly, like I was I was honestly thinking they were going to dive into that just a little bit more. We might Not get a, a
2: we could get a live action prequel though at some point with the two of them. I mean that's been something people have been clamoring for for years, and maybe this sets that up, right?
1: Maybe. Um. I but I I I I, I like that they mentioned it, but. I didn't really feel that was a huge part of the movie other than, Hey, look, there's a previous relationship and that's why there's some Mm upsetness here. Yeah. Yeah. I
0: don't know that I would need a full prequel. I feel like that was enough of a statement. Like, Okay. okay. And it, I don't know. I don't know. It was interesting. I guess it's been a while since I've watched the original and I just assumed that's what it was in the original. Like I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know that that was a different thing from the live action one.
2: Um. I'm curious, Jessica, and Amy, were you with any kids when you went too, or was it just adults?
3: Oh, no, there was, we had my cousin's daughter was nine with us, and then okay. um, my my nibbling, who's 14.
2: <laughs> okay, well, so, the reason why I asked the question is, and I'm curious, Jessica, with, with your daughter going, your are Matt's daughter, some of the criticism of the movie has been it was much darker. Uh, and there might have been some parts in there that were a little scary, including the scene i mean i don't get me wrong i even got a little freaked out in the scene when she's coming through the tunnel and all those hands are going and grabbing after her or whatever did how do you guys feel do how how did your daughter do jessica was was she scared did she do okay
0: so she's so young that i think a lot of it kind of went over her head and matt and i have done a really good job at most of the time when we so she hasn't seen the original little mermaid this was the first exposure she's had to it except we do all the music and so um when we talk about the music, we tell her who the characters are. And when we talk about Ursula, Ursula is just so goofy. So <laughs> she is. Silly, she is. Yeah. All the things Ursula does and really most Disney villains, that's the case. Yeah. For. And so we went into it where Eliza had this expectation that Ursula is goofy. And so after the giant, the first like big Ursula scene. um, No, it was like a, where she becomes a giant and like mm-hmm. grows to crazy sizes the scene ends and Eliza audibly for the whole theater just said, That was amazing. <laughs> and so for her, and then she came out and said her favorite character was Ursula. And so for her, I think it was just we went into it with this with this goofy Ursula. Okay. and Melissa McCarthy lives up to that. I mean, there's a lot of creepy in it too, but when she's looking at it through the lens of silly goofy, that's mostly what she saw. And so, um, she yeah, and I think a lot of the like more scary, grabby things just kind of went, went over, over her head. head a little bit. How I about think you? Actually, Amy?
1: I, I I think to jump in here, I actually thought that this version was less intense than the animated version. Really? I think there's the the anime like yes, those little hands were creepy, but I think the worm creatures are creepier okay um i thought that ursula getting big she was more like this big just like black void whereas in the animated film it is like her giant there's some like very maniacal looking facial Mm. expressions whereas this you just kind of got like again big black void that's making waves and other stuff like that so i actually was like i think actually this is less intense interesting um it's it's more intense to see like a real ship on fire yeah. But yeah. in terms of like some of the other stuff, I actually thought this was a less intense version.
2: I um, You know, it's funny. You, you mentioned Ursula getting big. I guess we can jump to that here real quick of all the I mean, I have literally barely any criticism of the movie. But the final scene to me was the, was the letdown. I I personally everything else, I all other aspects of this movie I felt were better than the original except for that final scene. That final scene, I felt Melissa was dark. I felt or Ursula was dark. You could barely see her. To your point, Matt, I don't feel it was, it, we had all this buildup to get there. And I felt like that, it just wasn't polished enough. I will say it, and Nate made this point, which I thought was good. I did like the change of how Ariel is the one who ends up defeating Ursula, not Eric. So she's able to do it. I see I see both Amy and Jessica and Matt all shaking their head yes. Amy, uh, why are you shaking your head yes? Why, why do you like the fact that it was Ariel instead of Eric?
3: I mean, I think it comes down to the fact that um, it's empowering more to the female character mm-hmm. in the film. You know, she's not relying on... The um hero to save her she's the heroine of her own story at this point uh-huh. um i mean he contributed by assisting her but they did it as a team not as just like one person saving the other
2: so and that it was to that point i have a question so i don't remember the original well enough the scene when ariel takes her voice back from uh vanessa I felt that was a really powerful scene in the live action. Was it that powerful in the anime? Did she have that control? Well, hi.
1: Hello. Hi, baby. Aww. Oh, hello. <laughs> do you want uh, to say hi? On, you want mommy to turn the microphone so you can say hi? Oh, she oh, yeah. can't. She, she, she can't, can't hear anything. you. Yes, That's right. right. Got your head sure. headphones on. Aww. We have a visit from a child who's supposed to be asleep.
2: <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right. So, a- Amy, so I don't remember the original well enough. Did that scene play out the same way the animated scene played out? Um,
3: For the most part, in the animated, they're on a boat. They're on the boat for the wedding. Okay. um, Because in the live action, it's an engagement, not a wedding. Okay. And it's basically the same thing. Um, Ariel turns back into the mermaid on the deck and Ursula like, comes out. Vanessa turns back into Ursula and grabs her and takes her back into the ocean. But I'm talking the part
2: where Air, like I felt there was a really meaningful I loved watching Ariel step up and rip the voice box from Vanessa did that happen in the original
3: in the in the animated version it's the animals that do it okay um, okay they all okay. like come like scuttle gets all the birds and they dive bomber and then the fish and everybody all the animals come and kind I of just, save I, that part
2: <laughs> I just felt like there was something so satisfying watching Ariel do it like watching Ariel be like Heck no! You ain't good. like like you not touching my man. Like I just I felt there was something really satisfying about that. I don't
1: know. <laughs> it, it, definitely, Ariel is more not that not that um Ariel in the animated version is just a helpless nobody, but definitely they they empowered her mm-hmm. in this story. Um, much more than in certain cases, like we just talked about with the d- with the her driving the boat and defeating that, she's the one ultimately that then you know uncovers un- this ruse of uh, Ursula and and takes and takes control of that situation. Um, and-, well, and I
0: I think that's true of every live action that they've made that was a princess movie. I think they did a really nice job of recognizing that back mm-hmm. a long time ago when they made these that it was kind of this helpless woman being saved by this no-name man that you really know nothing about and kind of giving the man a little bit more of a character, yeah. a purpose and a backstory, and then giving empowering the woman to be the one that that does a lot of more of the self saving, which I kind of kind of love that that that's I absolutely been intentional and purposeful.
2: I absolutely loved how they gave the relationship between Eric and Ariel more time to breathe with this one. I felt much
1: foundation. Yeah. like, Oh, we're too hot people. Yeah. No, let's get together.
2: Eric was humble down to earth. The date, before they even went to the boat, like the whole the whole market scene, the whole getting to know one another, like I just felt like it it gave us much more of a reason to root for the relationship other than the fact that it was the main character, right? And I agree with you, Jessica. um I think of live action Aladdin and what they did with Jasmine and and her her song, even I thought was good. So okay, while we're talking songs, um, <laughs> so. These songs were originally written, um, uh, by, uh, Howard Ashman and, um, uh, who was the other one? Um, goodness gracious. Alan Minkin. Uh, thank you. Alan Minken, uh, Howard Ashman, obviously, uh, Howard Ashman has, has passed. Um, Lin-Manuel Miranda stepped in to fill in, um, and help bring some of these songs into the, the 21st century. Um, we, we, got a couple of new songs we got uh, um uh the song by prince eric i think it's called fathoms below uh i will continue to say that i do not like the addition of the prince's songs i never liked the not like the beast song i was not a fan of that one i'm not a fan of this one i don't know how you guys feel about it but i feel like it, it, could it have feels been
1: very uh high school musical to zach efron <laughs> yes! Golf course. yes that's that's how all of these prince songs feel like just just like go on a golf course and sing your heart out. And that's kind of, I just can't get out of that. And that's what this one feels like. Yes. Like, okay, I mean, it, it's its obviously a little more serious than that, but it's definitely like he's running around and talking about, and, and it's not that I have a problem with, you know a a guy expressing his feelings or anything like that but the songs just don't do it for me like if i'm like i will listen to the scuttlebutt song over and over and over again i'm here for that i'm not like you know what i need me some of that until you said the name of the song no idea what the name of that song it was (laughs) now now fathoms below fathoms
2: below now we also had a song cut that was not part of this, which was yes. the, the the chef song, uh, Les Le Poison.
1: Yes, yes. I, I'm kinda uh, this, happy they cut the chef character. That so would have been too much. This
2: one seems to be this one seems to be like dividing the fan base a little bit. Like some people missed this song. There was a brief mention of almost getting fricasseed, I think, when when he pops up into Ariel's bedroom. Jessica, how about you? Did did you miss the song? Did, did you wish it was there? Do you feel it was okay being
0: gone? Meh. Didn't really. But, matter. I do think that there was enough in the storyline going on that adding another alternative side character would have been a lot.
3: Amy, how about you? I love the Le Poison song. I that's one of my favorite it's just comedic to me. Um I think it would have put too much extra into the live action. Yeah. But I that's I will sing that every time I hear it. And I mean that I I love that song.
1: (laughs) That that was a Tailor-made Josh Gad yes like Just yes Josh, Josh camp, and and- okay
2: so so instead of that though we get the scuttlebutt song so the scuttlebutt song for aquafina clear as day lynn Manuel miranda yes. let's, let's just let's just call it for what it was uh matt you clearly are a fan of that song oh a- amy how about you i
3: thought it was cute i i'm not like i love it i hate it 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 was
2: good where scuttle and, and 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 sebastian are rapping and, i mean and, and sebastian's hands are like going back or his claws are going back and forth that was just i, I mean we, we i literally busted out laughing in the
3: middle of the theater it i was... was laughing i was it was okay. just i thought it was funny when she covered them with the blanket and walked out of the room mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> and then and then sebastian made a comment like scuttle you're too, too close, too close.
3: <laughs> all right so then
2: we also get some changes to some of our, 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 favorite songs. So kiss the girl gets a little bit of a change uh, to be more PC, to be more, uh, you know, avoid the, 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 it still had kiss the girl. I mean, I, for a long time, people said that song could be problematic. They fixed some
1: of the lyrics of it. And well, then and we also fix the purpose behind like, cause the, the, she doesn't know she needs the kiss Exactly. Yep. And so like, instead of, all right, we need to set this mood because she needs to throw herself at this man. Like they're just org- more organically falling Correct. in love rather than like, all right, we need this one thing to happen, everybody. <laughs> yep. And the other one was, of course, um,
2: under. I'm sorry, um, uh, poor unfortunate souls. We get the, the, li- the line of you'll have your looks, your pretty face and never underestimate the importance of body language is cut completely. As somebody who has always said that if I was ever to do a drag show, that would be my song. I'm a little <laughs> upset about it. I'm not going to lie. But in the same regard, I feel the way they wrote it and the way McCarthy portrayed it. I felt that it was, I didn't feel like it was missing. I, I knew it was missing just because I know the song so well. But in the same regard, like, I didn't feel robbed because it wasn't there. How do you guys feel about it? I agree. Yeah. Jessica? Jessica? Same thing.
0: Yeah, I agree. I thought she did really well with what it was, and it was—it still gave off the same vibes as the original one.
2: Mm-hmm. If 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 anything, I feel it was enhanced even more than the original one. I I feel, I, I mean, that entire uh, just poor unfortunate soul scene, I I felt was so well done. Um, that and of course, um, under the sea. So, under the seas, that I mean, that's a hard one to top, man. From the
1: original, I have a complaint.
2: Go ahead, go ahead, please. Yes,
1: okay. Let me let me preface this with gorgeous, yes, gorgeous, like absolutely wonderful. However, when we're singing about how all these animals are playing instruments and then no one's playing an instrument, it's like, (laughs) wait. What's happening? Um it, it's very much how I felt with um Lion King, I just can't wait to be king, where it's like, ah, we're just running around a little bit. And this is like, ah, we're just swimming around and hey, look, we're we're supposed to be playing instruments, but we're not. So don't I, worry about it. I
2: agree with you to some degree, but I will say I feel that this one was better than that. Like I I agree just can't wait to be the king was such a letdown. This one
1: It wasn't a letdown, letdown. It
2: wasn't a letdown, but I will say for trying to make it as hyper realistic as they did i think they did a pretty good job with the way the character or the 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 fish looked at least i'm just surprised
1: that they didn't rewrite some lyrics where i'm not gonna try this but like you could very easily have written in this fish does this fish thing yeah instead of the newt play the flute uh the, the carp play the harp it's like well the carp is not playing the harp what is the carp actually doing let's yeah. write
0: that in there like okay. I, I and think also that's... there there aren't carp in the ocean that's the lake fish <laughs> that's fair um, that's fair also accurate. matt I really think, Matt, that you should rewrite it to me so that it would be realistic I, to be done. There I cannot challenge. do that
1: on the spot.
0: <laughs> well, not on the spot, but for your next pod, that, okay. that's gonna I'll, your I'll see what I can do. perform it.
2: I, I got to say, I was a little disappointed where we don't get that, the, 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 like, where the fish goes, yeah. We didn't get that. Like, come on. Like, they couldn't have figured out a way to get some guy to go, yeah. You know, after the Duke of Soul line, come on, man. Like, I yeah. just. Uh, I think that was the thing that that (laughs)
3: stuck out the most to me was that part two case but um, I agree with Matt with the um, I wanted to see some of that action and they could have done it in an organic way where it was using like coral or something Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. in place of actual instruments just looking like instruments but the animation of that scene was still absolutely it was breathtaking. Stunning, <laughs> oh. it,
1: it's, stunning. It's like, let's not take away from that. Absolutely stunning. I just, I think that was a a, a tailor made. Let's rewrite this for this live action. We have Lin Manuel Miranda. Like, let's yeah. let him cook. I mean, um, kind of the way that they did friend
2: like friend like me with Aladdin. Like, yeah, that was Will's friend like me. Like, there's Robin Williams version and then there's Will Smith's version. And both, I think, are great versions of the song. I'm not, one doesn't replace the other. I I feel like they're both great versions. They could have done the same thing with this. This one, I felt like they wanted to keep it as close to the vest as possible. And again, the animation was stunning, but you're right. They could have done some more with it. Um, To that point, I think, like, you know, Aquafina's Scuttlebutt song was so far out of left field, you could clearly hear it was Lin-Manuel Miranda's influence it would have been nice since Lynn was already kind of collaborating to use some of his talents to infuse some of that, that, that vibe, that, that, that sound that he's got into some of the other songs were under the sea and even kiss the girl could have had some more Lynn with it.
1: Cause you are right. Scuttlebutt is out of left field. It is. Like everything is like, woohoo. All these songs you like, woo, Zac Efron golf course ballad. and <laughs> Scuttlebutt. <laughs>
2: Uh, but yeah i think they could have they could have infused a little bit of a little bit of lynn in there and i think i think it would have been been good um okay so let's talk i already shared my one disappointment the movie i know a couple have come up throughout Did any anybody else have any issues with the movie beyond the ones that we've already talked about any other like oh this just i bumped on this the wrong way
3: no i i thoroughly enjoyed the added storyline um just really that hyper realistic
1: mm-hmm. of
3: the animation of flounder just really got me <laughs> yep okay
1: all right yeah I don't I don't have any big complaints all how like did
3: him. you how did you feel about King Triton
2: he was fine I didn't mind him I, I didn't like his portrayal all that much um I I, I liked I feel the scene where he comes down on ariel really hard and her grotto was really well done but there were other parts where i almost i i just felt the acting didn't live like king triton okay it's gonna sound really weird i'm gonna go off on a tangent oh i'm excited (laughs) for this okay king triton is one of those characters that is like i put him up there with like the fairy godmother right he he's he's bigger than life he's a god for crying out loud or you know he he, he's he's god of the ocean um one of my earliest memories besides just the little mermaid movie of king triton actually happened at walt disney world during one of the fireworks shows i think it was called fantasy in the sky or something along the line um and the villains basically set the castle on fire at walt disney world and one of the ways that um they get, they kind of get control of the castle back. Is King Triton comes over the overhead and it's like, by the all the powers of the ocean, I command you. And, and like, it, it's just this really powerful, booming voice and i feel like the actor whose name is escaping
1: javier bardon
2: yeah i have no idea who that is i've never heard of him before you've never heard of javier bardon no no never heard of him oh my god um,
1: hang on i got to pull up I, javier I, i'm so sorry javier I, um, never heard of him
2: yeah um, Okay. i am pulling I'm him with up Casey. on with... okay you never javier. heard of him either okay so i'm glad oh. i'm not the only one yeah javier, i don't i'm so sorry javier <laughs> i'm looking at some
1: of his work right now um uh, I... so he was in pirates 5 mm, okay <laughs> Um No Country for Old Men um uh, okay. where he won best supporting actor in 2008 Okay um uh he's been in uh, he's been in a bunch of spanish things obviously because you know he's spanish well, that, uh, that, that,
2: it, I think my point is though I just don't feel like his he didn't have the gravitas to play King Triton. He didn't. I, I know this is going to sound weird. I would have loved to have seen a Morgan Freeman play King Triton. Someone with a big booming voice something that's Ariel, recognizable. You're going to have to
1: no you're going to no, have to some, stop going to the surface
2: some, some, something with a big booming voice i i, I don't even know uh, even um the actor who played um uh thanos whose name is the escape josh movie. brolin yes he could have played he could have played king Triton. i think that something with a okay. little bit more gravitas and so i just that was one of the other ones i bumped on is i felt that he wasn't good enough for the role
0: I thought but he was here's fine. what I here's what I loved about him even like Ian, Ma- much- even
2: even um the dude who played Grandolph sorry um Ian McClellan yes yes he could have done it sorry go ahead
0: I loved how much he loved Ariel and I think Agreed. I think like most of us look at our dads my dad wasn't a yelling angry aggressive dad like it was more of the disappointment and trying to process through what that looks like and so maybe that's part of the hyper realism is just kind of bringing him down a little bit to be, yes, he's King Triton, but he's also Ariel's dad. And I loved, 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 loved at the end, like when he came and gave her a big hug and just that, like it ended not about Ariel and Eric, it ended about Ariel and her family and just how beautiful that that was. And I thought that the way that he played King Triton lent itself better to an ending like that than someone that was more of that boomy, big angry sort of person i I I wonder
2: i wonder if he if if we could have gotten both and maybe the answer is no i I don't know maybe maybe because of the way it was set up i agree with you the ending was was touching on so many levels watching the 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 earth people and the mermaid people kind of come together (laughs) (laughs) you know the humans (laughs) the humans um you know watching them kind of like um Come together to support this relationship. And, like, uh, you know, it almost had, in a lot of ways, kind of, uh um oh, uh, uh, what's the oh, gosh darn it? An, an Encanto kind of vibe of like breaking okay. tradition, yeah, yeah. baking, breaking tradition. It doesn't always have to be like this, you know, breaking a little breaking fiddler the... on the roof. Yeah, yeah.
1: So, I don't know. I, <laughs> I agree with you on that one. Any other? Um, I, yeah. I do. Th- one of my, one of us, of, again, tiny, tiny gripe. The pacing is quick. Mm-hmm. like it really it, yeah like it goes from like the, the beginning pace is just fine and the second she comes human it is like someone slams on the gas pedal really like it you is felt that oh way? yeah oh my i goodness. mean it okay. is all right she's she's here and she's exploring the castle and now her and eric are hanging out and they're on a date and they're in love and now vanessa's here and do they're not feel, little, okay, it was
2: do you it feel was, it that was
1: quick she
2: was in the sea because it does feel like the scene with Ursula in, in Poor Unfortunate Souls comes later in this movie than in the original, maybe? Do you think maybe that came later because they were building some of the undersea? And even some of Eric's backstory a little bit more before the two of them kind of officially meet? Do you
1: think that was part I of mean, it? That could have been it. And so they needed to then kind of consolidate that. But I just I just felt like the on-land stuff was just like... Bam, 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 okay. bam, bam, bam. Go, go, okay. go, 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 go. And it was like, whoa, okay, here we are.
3: Okay, all right. I think the Ursula um, end scene was rushed. It felt I agree. it felt rushed to me. Um, did, I don't think it got the. Um, I can't think of the word I want right now. The final um,
1: third, like big, here we are defeating the villain, like now again you could argue does this take away from then you know they're clearly wanting the center of this to be ariel and eric ariel her family and ursula's almost kind of just like okay we have to have some kind of antagonist in here that puts something in here here it is but it really you know in in terms of like who the main characters are 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 what are the forces that are moving against them ursula is not really one of the like most massive ones but yet the final third of the movie the big set piece is defeating ursula (laughs) Mm -hmm,
3: mm -hmm.
2: yeah i can i can see that again i go back to my the gripe that i had was again that that final scene felt it did it felt unpolished and part of that could just be how quick it was and and um you know we could have done without fathoms below and had three more minutes of the ursula fight let's just be honest okay yes um yeah
1: all right not a fathoms below maybe you know what we need to do is a top 10 worst male live action
2: songs (laughs) (laughs) probably only 10 of them that they'd all make the list come on now we can rank which ones we think are most horrible (laughs) all right Anything else, and then we're gonna. I'm gonna do around the room on kind of a, a score, a one to ten, and 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 where you guys feel this is. But anything else about the movie itself before we give our final rating and and where we're at? No. All right. So I made the point last week to tell Matt that I felt this movie was better than the original movie. Obviously, I'm not saying it's gonna replace the original, but I do feel and there's a number of reasons that I've arrived at this on my end which is you know Jessica you made the point of, okay the movie's 30 some years old it also wasn't one of the most beautifully animated movies it was actually kind of rushed it was done with the the animators were relatively amateur i mean this was at a time when walt disney studios was thinking about getting rid of animation entirely so they really weren't putting a lot into the original and for it to take off it's what saved walt disney animation so that said it's not much to say that in comparison to the original this is a in my mind a, a, a step up but I also know the original for a lot of people hold, holds a special place in their heart. Amy, I know you were one of them. So for some people, it might be, oh my God, that's that's heresy to say that, right? For me, of all the live actions, and this will give a little tease for what we're doing next week, of all the live actions that Disney has produced, this is my number two. This this, this falls only behind Cruella. So I give this movie a solid 9.5 out of 10 on my, on my side of things with the few exceptions of, of why I didn't go 10 out of 10, Jessica, let's go over to you. What would you give this and any, any final thoughts?
0: I hate giving ratings. Um, I'll give it a nine out of 10. Cause that's easy. Um, okay. I thought that it was wonderful. I loved the focus on family and empowering women. Um, and I just thought it was fun and it was just, well done and it was fun to be able to take my four-year-old and have her dig it as well
2: love it love it
3: amy we'll come over to you i'm with jessica on this whole rating thing um nine <laughs> out of ten for me i right. and i am judging it on its own not against the original not um, okay. i think it was very well done i there's just those couple things that i really just thought were a little <laughs> little off but i loved the actors and the additions to the story so
1: Okay, and I'll Matt, on, how about I'll, you? I'll go on record saying I don't think this is better than the animation. If we're if we're doing that argument, I'm going to say that I am not in that argument. However, okay. I I am it, like Amy said, taking this as its own film. This is a a nine out of ten. I agree okay. um, because all of my gripes that I've gone through are like I mean, really minor, nitpicky um like i can fast forward through the song fathoms below um i can't <laughs> real quick
0: i'm pretty sure fathoms below is the song that the sailors sing while they're first on the ship celebrating eric's is it? Birthday. then what is I, I, the name of the hold on because he can. doesn't know that she's a mermaid and so it wouldn't make sense for it to be called "Fathoms so Below." what is it called um, i can't remember i've been trying to sing through it and we i see it every day because we listen to the playlist every yeah, day well it, it says
2: there's part of your world fathoms below it's got jonah howard king maybe you're right then so which one would it be um, then Wild uncharted waters, maybe. Oh, that's, that's got to be it. Okay, yeah. that's, that's it. it. Okay, yeah. I stand Wild corrected. uncharted Wild waters. Wild uncharted Ooh. waters. You know how bad it is. It doesn't even have a link to a different, like, to where you can look more into it. All the other ones have got links on Wikipedia, but not that one. <laughs> Thank you, Jessica, for the correction. I appreciate. Uh,
1: it. I- I'm right. glad. I'm glad you correct. Otherwise, I would have been. <laughs> ranting about fathoms below i've already forgotten what the actual name of the song is there it is wild uncharted
2: waters jessica you're on mute if you were trying to say something you were trying to say it too she was
1: yelling at me for not listening
3: i did like the um changes to fathoms below from the original though
2: oh it's in the original Mm -hmm. oh very
3: it's actually the opening scene
2: Uh, okay speaking of that so doesn't in the original the whole her rescuing him happened in the original opening scene, isn't that... Or does that happen later? Oh, that happened yeah. later. See, it later. like how, how long ago I've seen this. I mean, it's literally been years. Since
1: I mean, I think years. there are... I think what you're getting confused is there are a lot of Disney movies that begin with a shipwreck. You might be thinking of... My personal favorite movie, Pocahontas, uh, mm, you know, mm. <laughs> uh, that has John, the, John
2: Smith and Pocahontas. Oh, John the Smith creepiest and Pocahontas, relationship you know there is. Or, My yes. favorite
1: Disney romance. Um, or Tarzan. Like that starts, or Tarzan, oh, that starts yep, with that. Yep. Tarzan. Yep, Tarzan yep. starts with mean, a Fro- shipwreck.
2: Frozen, basically, is close yep, to it Yep, Frozen. So, uh, yeah,
1: yeah. A less intense shipwreck. That one just a wave happens and
2: <laughs> no more ship. <laughs> Uh all right well anyway I would like to take a second to say thank you to our two special guests who popped on uh, uh Jessica thank you for popping on this is your second second time on the show right or is it third now um, I
0: think I popped onto one other one that you guys did. And then yeah. I did the Mary Poppins one. So and we affi-
2: also
1: talked through our Disney movies journey. This is like the yeah. fourth or
2: fifth time. So, she, so she's okay. officially not just a friend of the pod anymore, Matt. She's a best friend of the pod. A best friend of the best pod. Best friend wow. of the pod. Or we okay. could call her the wife of the pod. That works too. I don't know. <laughs> the wife of the pod. Anyway, the that best works. friend of the pod. And of course, we've got our fairy pod mother, Amy, who popped on again. Thank you, Miss Amy. Thanks for having me, guys. Um, so, before we go, just a quick little note of business. As you all know, the podcast is sponsored by Magical Memories by Casey, part of Main Street and More Travel. If you are missing that Disney, uh, world, uh, uh, vacation or Disneyland vacation in your life, you need to scratch that Disney itch and the podcast isn't doing it for you. I am a travel planner who is with an authorized travel agency and I specialize in Disney. Uh, may, uh, I'm sorry, 2024 pricing came out on May 34, uh, May 31st. Um, I've already booked several clients for next year, but that doesn't mean 2023 is over with right now. They have got some amazing deals going right now. You can go four parks, four days, uh 99 a day through September 30th, up to 30% off discount with your Disney Visa uh, card. So now is a great time to go if you're looking to scratch that Disney itch. Give me a, a call, find me at caseywoolly.com. <laughs> Amy's hand is up. She's like, I want to go. Amy's going with me with, with us at the Disneyland in October, but she might want to go before that. So um, but yeah, go to caseywheolly.com, C-A-S-E-Y-W-O-O-L-E-Y, fill out one of my planning blueprints. Find me and like my page on Magical Memories by Casey on Facebook as well. So, um, Matt, that's how they get a hold of me for the travel planning stuff. How do they get a hold of us for uh, the, the podcast?
1: Yes, you can email us, beersandears1928 at gmail.com. Facebook, beersandearspodcast. Twitter, Instagram, at ears 1928 uh, As always, rate and review us, five stars, five stars. And um, uh, the Sorcerer Network YouTube channel is also up and running. I've been playing some Ticket to Ride on there. So if you like trains. and ticket
2: to ride. I've got a ticket to ride. And hearing me
1: struggle, you want to see me, you want to live. Maybe you hate me and you want to listen to me be miserable. How can we Um, hate you, Matt? Come on now. I mean, not everyone can like me. That is physically impossible in this world. Um, so like I, now I, I would be venture to say, if you dislike me, why are you still listening to this podcast, <laughs> but maybe that's your thing. you can stalker. share in my misery of, of, I post, I don't post just games that I do well. I post games that I do horrible as well. So, um, it's a lot of fun and I've been blown away by the response already. So, um, uh, if any of them are listening to this podcast, thank you. Um, I appreciate that. All right. Well, um,
2: that is the end of tonight's episode. It is closing time. Um, next week, we are going to, in fact, uh, be ranking or doing some... It's not a ranking. It's actually kind a of a, challenge. a bracket of a challenge bracket. Bracket of all of the live action movies that Disney has created. There are twenty. Four, 23 of them at this point uh, dating back as far as um, uh, Kipling's The Jungle Book, 101 Dalmatians with Glenn Close, Alice in Wonderland, some of the stuff that's been on Disney Plus. So we got a lot to go through. So we're going to have a lot of fun with that. So be sure to pay attention. I will also be fresh off my uh, my solo trip to Walt Disney World, which I am leaving on Wednesday. Be for. Fresh <laughs> off my trip. To Disney World. <laughs> hey Matt, I have a I have a, a travel planner who can help you get down there next time. Just so you know. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, but I'll be able to share any excitement down there with you guys as well. You'll probably see me go live a couple of times as well. So, all right, let's raise our glasses. This episode's been on us. <laughs> we will see you again real soon, everybody. Have a good day.
1: Bye, Bye everyone.